First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Samantha Colosimo Testa standing by on the line right now. Sam, good morning. Hey, guys. How are you today? Good. Okay, so uh, do you have any take on all this vaccine stuff, Republicans versus Democrats and all that? I mean, i got to be honest with you. I, I think that people have got. we've been almost, what, a year and a half into this pandemic now. I think if people are going to want to get the vaccine, they're going to do it. I think if they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. Yeah, you're so, right. I mean, give the people the option to either get the vaccine, wear a mask. I mean, I don't. it doesn't bother me if people want to wear a mask. Like, people would get frustrated if you see somebody. Like, I would be driving in the car with a mask on. It's not because I was driving in the car with this because I forgot to take it off. A lot you know? of people so, a lot of people did that. I think that people just have to be able to make their own decisions on what they want to do. And you you're going to see more people. Be, you will see more people wearing masks right now because of all the publicity involving the variant and the percentages going up, you're going to see people start voluntarily wearing masks again. And, I think that people are you know, scared let them do what they want. Don't, you know? don't, don't, I mean, that's, this is what it comes down to. I mean, yeah. people are doing these things because they think that they're going to, you know what I mean, not die. I mean, think about that. I mean, it, it was it's scary to think that, that yeah. you not wearing a mask could cause, you know what I mean, you to die. Sure. Think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's where it comes down to. If people don't want to wear a mask, then that's up to them. Yeah. If, if, if the, if, and look what's happening now. You're vaccinated and you're still told to wear a mask. So what was your incentive to not not now getting vaccinated? Well, I supposedly, mean, supposedly, it, supposedly the, you a little bit more. the incentive is you're you're not going to wind up in the hospital, most likely, if you have the vaccine. That's what I mean, they I tell guess, us now. And here's yeah. the thing. Like, how do you like I, I didn't even know I had covid. You know what I mean? So, right. like, is is there different very I mean, I just think that, like I said, it, it it happens to people on an individual basis. And if people want to get vaccinated, they should get vaccinated. If people don't want to get vaccinated, they don't have to get vaccinated. Yeah. Because guess what? Those that are vaccinated are still testing positive. So who are the only people that they that should have to worry about it? Are those non-vaccinated people, right? Well, the number, though, <laughs> here here's here's something of, a, of an actual number. Um, what was the number I gave you this morning in the last month? Uh, of the 600 and some odd thousand Americans uh, or, or New Yorkers who have tested positive for the virus, what was the number? 8,700. Like 8,700 were vaccinated. That's a, that is a huge divide, Samantha. What was that between vaccinated? I didn't hear that. What was so it between vaccinated 600, and vaccinated? 630,000 New Yorkers in the last month have tested positive for COVID-19. Of that 630,000, 630,000, only 8,700 of them were vaccinated. Were vaccinated, yeah. So there's a big difference. 1.3%. 1.3%. So only 1.3% of the people who got the virus were vaccinated. That's a very big difference. And you, you know what somebody said? I don't know if it was. Unless you, unless you, was unless you, read, unless you read on, on Facebook. And that's where you'll find that it's 90% of people who are vaccinated have gotten gotten the virus versus only 1% of, uh, I mean, right. I'm being facetious, I mean, but we, you know we what go, I'm let's saying. Go, let's, go, let's go into the, even the state aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, we hear all these different reports. Okay, this is the numbers here. This is the numbers there. I mean, then me personally, I'm, I'm still not happy about the, the nursing home situation. Mm-hmm. I know I we know. talked about that before. And, yep. you know, uh, those numbers weren't accurate. So it's like, I just people, I think people are tired of, of government not to its own with them and you know just again are taking it on their own individual basis whether fully vaccinated people are less likely to test positive than non-vaccinated people well the, the, listen you got to follow science the numbers are the numbers and yeah. and it's and it's one thing for cuomo to try to skew the numbers with nursing homes 
they never the the, the the amount of people who died that number never changed, but they tried to make it sound like it wasn't from the uh, wasn't from nursing homes, whatever. But this is right. a, this is a real number of people who tested positive, and and uh, almost it's less than two percent of the people were vaccinated. That that's that's a pretty good number, pretty good success rate for the vaccine. I guess I just don't know the answer. Do you mandate people at their jobs to get vaccinated? I mean, and then again, what if you're talking about religious factors, things like that? You know what I want to know? And I don't know if I saw it on Facebook, your show. He talks about the Amish community and how the Amish community doesn't get vaccinated. Like, what are the numbers in the Amish community? <laughs> it's not, I'm not making fun of it, but it's like, right. well, how do you, how do you look, how do you base it on populations like that? I don't know. I just, I don't you think gotta look at you, the answer. Samantha, you got to look at the numbers. You got to trust. I, th- I think that they they're doing what they believe in and what's right. Well, there the are county, a lot of the scoop, county. Our county stood firm on. You know, right. you, you talk about Republican and Democrat. We have a Republican county executive. I think he's stand, he's he's yes. standing in his stood firm on getting the vaccination. Then you go to Florida. You have a governor that says, "Oh, uh, you know, do what you want to do." So I mean, again, I think that that's based on your own personal beliefs, and it really doesn't have to do with Democrat or Republican. So yes, it has to do with stupid and not so stupid. That's yeah, in my yeah, opinion. Right. So. Well, there's a know, lot of stupid out there. I'm sorry. That's how I believe. Well, and, and I'm not saying that, but you can't call somebody that's stupid that doesn't vac- that doesn't believe in vaccinations all in all. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't. I, I can I, call I, them I stupid. I believe in vaccinations. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I can still I just, call them stupid. I mean, maybe they're not. <laughs> maybe they're very smart. But give me a freaking break. I mean, if it wasn't for the vaccination, that we would never have gotten rid of polio. Right. If it wasn't for the vaccination, we never would have gotten rid of smallpox. And the same thing here, but we're resisting it. I mean, there are a lot of people that haven't gotten the vaccination. And for that reason, the, the virus continues to linger. I feel like if everybody got vaccinated, we would have knocked this thing out, but we're not going to do it. So well, it is what it is, whatever. And we'll, we'll only know and look back on it. Yeah. Can I do one more stat? Yeah. Uh, this was uh, from CNN uh, on July 21st. This was uh, about two weeks ago, week and a half ago. According to state data, this is New York City, 70% of hospital workers in New York City have completed their vaccine series. Um, 70% sounds good, but consider that's 30% who work in the medical field. Who however, said, no. however, you have to understand there, too, and Dr. Hall brought this up uh, yesterday, and that is that many of those people who are not vaccinated do not work. They're not nurses. They're not doctors. They're not working face-to-face with patients that the majority of people working face-to-face with patients, at least at MVHS, are vaccinated. So remember, you have people that work in custodial. You have people, you know, there are a lot of different. So that would be the question. So can you break down that number? That would make me feel a little a little more comfortable. So, and I'm only saying this because what you're saying is these are people in the medical profession. Well, is the person who works at a hospital uh, that um, delivers to the hospital or is the janitorial staff, are they in the medical profession? No. No. So I think that those numbers have to be broken down before you know what they really mean. Okay, Samantha Testa, good morning, good morning. <laughs> hey, hey, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what, what, you're on because there's some, some issues that uh, you think are going by the wayside that need to be talked about. Well, I think that we talked about even like last week, and it was kind of like just a, a recap of, of what we were talking about with like the Mohawk Valley Health System and the parking garage and whatnot. A lot of the things that happened inside the city, at least I know when I was on the council, all used to go through a committee system. And I think that one of the things that happened with the city council is 
they eliminated the committee system on an individual basis, and they went to a committee system of the whole. So a lot of the times what happens now is they'll go to a meeting on a Wednesday, int- get the int- you know legislation introduced to them, and then vote on the floor that night. And I'm not saying this happens in all the particular cases. But usually what, what happened when we were on the council is the legislation would get sent to the council president. The council president would then assign it to a committee. Now you had four members on each of the committees, you know, that would discuss what they felt that was necessary based on, you know, what they ha- what their interests and hobbies were or their professional background. So, for example, we used to have the finance committee. Uh, but, you know, all the budget material would go to the finance committee in regards to uh, borrowing and, and whatnot. Anything related to financial stuff would go into the finance committee. You had uh, a government and IT committee. So anything related to government, whether it was, uh, you know, legislation amending a piece of the code that had to that particularly pertained to government would go in the government IT committee, and right. so on and so forth. So, I think a lot of the things that you're seeing now are going to the committee of the whole process and really aren't getting discussed into the full detail that it needs to be. I mean, if you look at that complete streets legislation that I that I initiated way back when, it took it took me almost a year and a half to do. So I I think that you're really looking at a lot of what's going on and a lot of the confusion and a lot of the mishaps not going through that process. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the most important processes apart that is getting the administration in there, what's going on. I mean, because a lot of the times you heard, especially with the Mohawk Valley Health System, how surprised everybody was. I mean, that, should, that still should have been discussed through, you know, the um, Urban Renewal Agency meeting yeah. Yeah. and even discussed with the Common Council because now – you're getting you're you're reacting to a situation rather than being proactive. So you could have sat and discussed it with members of the common council that you know I'm going to sell the Mohawk Valley Health System parking garage. What is your input? They could have did it with art space. Oh, we're looking at selling a piece of the parcel next to the Stanley Park space. What is your input? So a lot of things are a lot of these things are happening, and I guess the term behind closed doors is is, and I'm not saying that that's wrong to a, to a certain extent. Yeah. I just think that before everything's announced. That a lot of these kinks could get, you know, yeah, worked out before yeah, yeah. it actually goes into the media and you have everybody embarrassed, you know. Uh, and yeah, I, like, I, uh, I, but it, but like what has happened in the last couple of weeks? It's crazy, right? Right. Yeah. So again, I mean, and that's and that's where you have accountability from your government. And I'm not saying that I, I used to go to probably I don't know ten, fifteen meetings a month during budget season, especially maybe even more. So. Going back to looking at the process, and I understand COVID's, you know, been tough on the local legislative body, yeah. but, I mean, you still have Zoom. Everyone's still been able to make, you know, make it work. So sure. yeah. looking at that as a, as a way to try and revamp how the city once worked, especially with its legislative body, to see if something like that could happen again. Right. Instead of going to a meeting that night and discussing and voting on legislation. So, well, that would mean that think, everybody's working together for a common right, and goal, and right? And it's, and that's and that's what it comes down to. Like, yeah. we didn't always agree on everything. I mean, you would see some of our council meetings would last till ten, eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. It's not. It's not like everybody was going in there. Everyone was going in, giving their own opinions, and ex- truly explaining how they felt about the situation, rather than just saying, oh, "Okay, I'm going to show up to a press conference," but I don't, you know, that yeah. airline were, were, you know, going to be an issue for the sale of this parcel. So I again, I just and we go back and we look at who's been in government. I mean, again, I. I still believed in the term limit legislation. I, out of respect for the constituency, I stopped and took two years off. And mm-hmm. I could have taken longer, and I have people constantly calling me, asking me for help. So 
I don't know, the best You're thing back. that I thought I could do was get back in and, yeah. you know, really try and help the people that are contacting me. But you have to look at the term limit legislation and think that a lot of these problems that you would have would have that would have would it have ended two years ago? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, to, right, to get right. a new to get a new administration and to get fresh, yep. clean ideas, not to kind of have the old mentality. And, that, and yeah, it, it yeah. kind of frustrates me when I hear you guys say, like, especially for build more houses and says, "Oh, Bill, you know, you're you're going to be a contender for mayor." If they never extended term limits for for the comptroller and the mayor, Bill Morehouse would have been done four years ago too. So could he have ran for something else? Could he have done something? So again, I just. I, I really don't want people to forget like what their government actually did to them and to, to try and get it back to the, the transparent, open government that it, you used to once be, you know, even before COVID yeah. happened. So well, I that think that, certainly... you know, even when we talked about the pay raise and stuff like that, I mean, was that truly discussed or was right. that just voted right. on? Because I only heard one or two people mm-hmm. speak up against it, you know? So. Interesting. All right, uh, Samantha, as always, we appreciate your input. Absolutely, guys. Take care. Right. It was good talking to you. Thanks so much. Hey, listen, how's that, how'd you see that bad video yet? Uh, I I did see that. Crazy. <laughs> right? Listen, I don't know. <laughs> I've never had a bat come that close. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is, uh, yeah. Uh, all, all right, right guys. Good stuff. Thank you, Samantha. Take care, Sam. All right. Bye.